on our recording. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Death Abs and Smoothies podcast. <laughs> we got Chris and Kennedy here. Um, so Chris came in today. He was fired up. He had a lot he wants to talk about uh, today. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna leave it to him and uh, let him come in. Fired up. Why? Thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> so the reason why I'm so like excited today is because I'm about energy. This entire company is built about energy, right? So mm -hmm. I had. I had a friend come in. His name is Shane. I was hoping to have him on the podcast tonight, right now, to, yeah. to talk with us, but didn't have time to coordinate with him. But I want to talk about the experience that I had in uh, a bar where I went to go meet him at 8, 9 o'clock at night mm -hmm. on a Thursday. Now, you know that I represent the brand and I wear the kindness jacket and my quintessential hat of hi, I love you that has become very known. Mm -hmm. He always represents the wild brand, right? And so Shane did um, this dance party yoga, acro yoga event that we had, and it was amazing. It was black lights, like all this, like really cool stuff, body painting. Oh, it was awesome. really awesome. Yeah, and he moved out to California. And he was in, he came in town yesterday and like literally hit the ground. And I was like, yes, I'll come meet with you. So we talk a lot about like landmark forum, uh, momentum S type of yeah. technologies. Yeah, yeah. We talk about um, education of men particularly and how men don't have proper role models to teach us responsibility and how to actually like, you know, we, we've got all this privilege as white men or uh -huh. as men in general. And we don't know how to like, deal with it. We yeah. don't know how to like direct like, that. What do we energy. do now? Like yeah. what do we do now? Like we I know I got a problem. I know I did something wrong. And I know that other men have done some fuckery of some sort. Like what do we do now? Like who's gonna teach me and how to navigate and how to like create safe spaces for people. Yeah. So as we're like we meet up to talk, like we're we're sharing pictures of like uh screenshots of audio books and stuff like that. Like Joe Dispenza is the power of uh breaking your mind and creating a new one. Uh like that's amazing stuff. And like we're, we're in that vein. So I'm sitting in the bar now, mind you, I'm dressed the way I do. I don't drink in this in instance, for example. Mm -hmm. And we walk into like these different rooms and I find him sitting down at a booth and there's stools as chairs. Now, as you enter the doorway, right to your right hand side are the benches. And there is a stool there and he's sitting at the head of the bench and there's a group of people with him. So the only spot is the head of the table where there is a stool sitting. To my left is a billiard table and then another billiard table and people are kind of setting up. And then straight ahead of me as I, in this doorway, is the bathroom, like on the other side of the room. Oh, okay. So I'm in the back of this bar and I'm standing there. I see him say hello, sit down. Everything's fine. I sit at the stool at the head of the table and I'm like in the table. I'm not like in the middle of the, the, the area and we're, we're, we're jiving. We're having a good time. We're catching up, say hello to his wife, whatever. And then about 10 minutes into the conversation and there's a commotion at the table because obviously, you know, friends coming to visit, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people coming in and out. Bouncer comes over 
and like gets in my face and goes, you need to move out of the walkway. Very aggressively. So I'm like, okay, like I slide my stool all the way now to the opposite of the bench of the table, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. And there's a human being standing in the way. Now I'm tucked up against his body and I'm like leaning on the table like this and I'm, I'm, I'm concealing the right side of my body and like holding it in while talking to my friend and continuing this catch up yeah. with two glasses of water sitting in front of us in like a very tall glass with straw. Mm -hmm. Clearly like there's no beer, right? There's, yeah. there's no colored alcohols and, and mind you, it's like eight, nine o'clock at night on a Thursday. I got that. So Bowser's not satisfied. So now mind you, people have been walking by with no problem whatsoever yeah. the whole time. He comes over and he goes, I said you need to move or get the fuck out of here. And I was like, no Whoa, way. what's going on here? Yeah. And he proceeds to get like like I'm giving him a problem. So I, I stand up and I go, Why are you upset? Like I moved and there's a person in the and he's just continuously going at me. Like the energy I was getting was he was looking for a reason to get into a physical altercation with me for a reason that blew my mind. Yeah. Now, you know me. Most people know that I, I can be an aggressive type of person, but I'm also very self-aware of my capabilities and my demeanor. So I always am conscious of my reactions. Yes, and yes. So now I'm sitting here saying, why are you upset? Like, what did I do to offend you? The person who's standing now in my way, like leaves. He feels really, he leaves. Now I slide over. Five minutes, 10 minutes later, me and Shane are still in a deep talk now. And like, we're, we're now talking about like, what would cause a person to be in this position working at a bar? Now, mind you, I understand that there's a lot of energies in a bar, such as drunks, yeah, loudness, rowdiness, aggressive behavior. Yeah, like, I work at a bar. I don't want to work at a bar from someone that has worked at a bar. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. fair. But there are also a lot of people that do want to work there because it is good source of revenue yeah. and cash. Mm -hmm. Got that part, mm -hmm. right? But like, let's think about what a bar is in the first place. It's a watering hole. It's a social environment for yeah. people to mm -hmm. like kick back and have a good time. It's a safe space for a lot of different types of people. It's it, it it's it's you would do in there certain behaviors that you wouldn't do at like a financial institution. Yes, yeah. Or in a corporate job or in a fitness a studio. Like it's very different, you right? Tell your closest friends it's things you tell a bartender you wouldn't even tell like your closest friends. Even more interesting, right? So yeah. with that all being said, while we're having this discussion. The bouncer comes back in my peripheral. I see him standing to the side of me at the opposite side of the doorway. And he's staring at me aggressively. Still? While he's staring at me aggressively, he calls over another bouncer from the front door to come over. And now the both of them are standing there and pointing at me like with this like, trying to egg me into like engaging them. And I look at Shane and I go, dude, what is this? 
is this a bartender keeping the peace or is this like a bully? Yeah. Is this a person mm -hmm. who's who who wants me to bow down to them for absolutely no reason, just to recognize their power? Now, I pose I pose this story to you because Kennedy, you had an experience. Yeah. With someone. Yeah. And regardless of the endeavor of the reason why you had a, a chat with them, mm -hmm. let's focus just on the energy. Because yeah. this is what this talk is all about. is like energies and why people mm -hmm. are a certain way. Now, what do you think? What are you feeling from what story I just shared? Wow. Uh, um, I, I, I There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, first of all, I like, I think about how... Um, I'm, I I go back to our, our our first what I believe is like the two reasons that we exist uh, is to connect. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I believe that we our one main reason is that we do everything that we do is to connect and we want to connect with people. Yeah. And that um, and then the second thing is that we we live out of fear because of that connection as well. Yeah. Um, and I and a lot of a lot of the time when I'm seeing someone who is being very aggressive and has a a, a power kind of complex um, mm -hmm. and and find them finds themselves in positions where say they are a bouncer and they do have this like like semi they have this power that they can get rid of someone from this establishment um, I my immediate thought is like what what fear is driving them there um, is it is it is it do you feel like maybe this person is feeling insufficient somewhere oh yeah and inferior mm -hmm. in some places so they take a job like this so yeah they can get that false sense of power yeah. and then they abuse that power yeah not only that but it's it's also like um that, that bouncer like is is a i think fears the connection in people and that's why it immediately goes on the defense uh, and uh, immediately creates issues. So it's a, a it's a self destructive thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also like if you if you look at and you are doubting, like if you are doubting everyone and you are questioning everything and you're judging people, then there's like no room for you to like look at yourself and judge yourself. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like um, a way to hide behind like really figuring out who you are as a person. Um, and understanding like where you're at in that space. Um, so I definitely think that it's like, um, yeah, it's like a, a way to like blind yourself is when you are like sitting there and you're actively like rudely without thinking, like judging someone else. And I think that's, you know, a way to not like look at yourself and see what you're doing. Well, what, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's great. And I'm curious, based on the story that you told me, what do you, about what you encountered this week yeah. uh, with this individual. How were you feeling? Do you, do you, do you feel what I was feeling? Oh yeah. yeah. That attack and like, what was that doing? For you? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was definitely feeling attacked. Um, Paint us a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was going to say, specific. Um, so I, I was like, I was sitting down and having uh, let's say a business inquiry, like a, a meeting. Um, and this individual uh, was was very aggressive, 
um, uh, had a lot of pushback about things that I had to say. Well, I mean, do, were you presenting an aggressive nature in the no, first place? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, so, I, was, so, I was posing an opportunity. So what, what, see, now, see, that's the core of where I wanted to go with this. Yeah. Like in, the, in the presence of an opportunity, because what translates to your story that I'm nitpicking into, yeah. like really, is the fact that, remember, while I told you my story, I'm wearing this hat yeah, that the says, hi, I love you, I love you yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And I'm getting met with this type of energy. Mm -hmm. Now you're presenting an opportunity for someone and you're being met with aggression. Yeah. But I, I do want to say, and, and I really honestly feel, even if it's subconscious, that the reason that we get so much aggressiveness um, is because hi, I love you is so open. Mm -hmm. And it's it people fear the word love. Like, is I mean, it, even as a like, person, I do. Do you feel that people have a problem with the fact of like, can I love myself? Am I worthy of love? Oh, yeah. Patricia, how do you feel about that? I, I agree. And just, uh, I worked at a bar for five and a half years. So, um, there's a lot going in my mind when I think of how a bouncer would treat, like, an innocent person, you know. Um, I feel like that there's a lot going on in within him. I think there's a lot of past experiences that came up where, you know, in any other circumstance, you would have been an asshole that wouldn't have moved your chair. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think he definitely was projecting a lot on you. Mm -hmm. And I think- Yeah, because there's definitely been that guy. Yeah, yeah it right? We know I've, that guy. I've definitely encountered that guy that's difficult for no reason. I've had I've had guys sit in the middle of, of a walkway just because I asked him not to. So, you know, again, and I'm not, I was never a bouncer and I don't look like one or anything, but there are instances <laughs> where there are assholes that people encounter. And I think he projected that on you. And I think that there is a fear. I think, I don't know which one of you said it, that like to have someone that basically wears this statement on their hat and like projects this like love and kindness, that can be a little, not, I hate to say scary, but for people that aren't used to feeling that or are threatened by that and don't even realize why or how, I they think just they, get, yeah. they get, it's it because the word love is such a strong emotion and it's such a powerful message. Even say hello can can be like like too too much yeah. of a of a vulnerability for some people where they get defensive. Well, especially in the society we have now, it's yeah. it's very he's much supposed to be big tough guy and then he probably yeah. was like, "Oh shit, I'm like yelling at a guy that has like the word love on his hat." And and I think he even got even more defensive and was like, "You know what? I'm going to pull another bouncer in and and make this guy feel because they probably feel that way on yeah. the inside." Oh yeah. Um yeah, definitely. And energy is important, like, especially because um, you're the community manager. So you're all about kind of like, you know, cultivating this community. So we have to be like cautious of people's energy. But yeah. then again, we have to figure out how we are going to deal with people's energy. Yeah. Which piggies back from yeah, Kennedy's conversation with Jay and all of us. So Kennedy. Yeah. So to, to, to stop taking over your moment. But no. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Like uh, the, the conversation, I felt there like. There, it was weird. I was like semi, I mean, I wasn't in a corner, but I felt like I was pushed in this weird corner. Yeah. And I, I did have a gut feeling to like stand up and not take it anymore. But I don't know why I sat there and I like took it from this man who was talking to me. Um, and I, when, when you know, I got to ask you a question and, yeah. and I don't want to turn this into a bigger thing, but do you feel that that's a possibility that what, what this gentleman was doing was actually using his position of being a male and you like, do you feel any gender? Yeah. In, uh, honestly, in your experience. Yeah. Honestly, and, and is there, is there anything else that you could see that maybe was coming up? Honestly, um, 
I'm going to be very, yeah, I'm going to be very frank. So I walked in the door. I'm going to be Susan, by the way. Just, no, I'm just <laughs> bad joke, bad joke, bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> that was so funny, actually. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so when I, I, you know, we wear athleisure wear all the time. Mm -hmm. So I walked into this meeting mm -hmm. in some athleisure. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing, you know, workout uh, leggings and stuff. Um, he... Uh, I'm I'm short. I'm like five foot, um, and he is a towering, a towering individual. <laughs> um, yeah. And he immediately checks me out. Uh, that's the really? one thing I notice. The, I immediately yeah. And I go to have eye contact with him, and I realize that his eye contact is down um, towards my chest. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's a great first impression. Um, that I had of this individual. And then it was immediately, as I, as I sat down, I presented myself, I was like, okay, I need to present myself with like a lot of respect for myself and, and not, you know, and, and um, I'm also like, I look very young. So when this uh, individual like sits down in front of me, I realized that like, okay, I, sometimes I'm gonna have to command respect from someone. So I talk, yes. yeah, so I talk very direct. That's how I opened up the conversation, honestly. And I wanted to be very friendly. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm you know, hi, like, how are you? Um, it's business immediately um, and it's very aggressive and it's, it's definitely like a push. And he already has an agenda. That's what it felt like. He has an agenda. It did feel very like, as soon as I walked in, he ass assessed that I was like a weak woman. Like that's kind of how it felt. That was he. That was what he was projecting. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what he was projecting. You were not. No, no, no. I don't feel that way at all. Like yeah, after that meeting, like you know, I don't feel that way. But it, it was definitely like I could sense that from him, and he he was testing me with the things that he was saying, and and that was another thing. So it, uh, I had this gut feeling to not deal with this type of energy, but I did. I did stick through it, which. Why do you think you did? Why do you think you did? Like, I, honestly, mm -hmm. um, uh, I have just learned to never like, I don't, I am always curious. I, I'm, I'm a very curious a person. Of me that would have just been like, where is he going to, yeah. how far is he going to take this? I am, I'm always a very curious person. I'm not going to, um, like, always like fight it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but I do want to hear, I do want to hear a person out a lot of the time, even, even knowing that I'm not going to like change their mind a lot of the time. But I think it's important still to like hear people out. Um, so honestly, that's why I stayed. And also I honestly believe in our brand and our company, uh, like our mission. I believe in the mission of Wellville. Um, and so it was it, like, Personally, it was a little like, it, I wanted yeah, to be there. I, I Yeah, I was a little protective, to be honest, which I need to like get up and just leave that energy. And I, that's how I need to be protective. Um, but it, it was a little like, I, I want to hear this individual, but I also have a very like strong stance. Like, I'm not going to let you push me around. And because I'm a woman and because of like my energy that I was receiving from him, um, I didn't, I didn't want him to feel like he won some type of battle with me getting up and walking away. Because he clearly came in for a battle. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was like he wanted to spar with yeah. you to see yeah. how sharp you were based on his experience. My question yeah. is that if, let's say, you know, if he was meeting with like Mike, for example, would he have come in so hot? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you did say that he, you know, checked you out and was like, you know what I mean? Like, would he have been that aggressive if like Chris was, you know, the one meeting with him for this yeah. opportunity? Um, what, what was very interesting is at the end uh, of our conversation, he actually thanked me for being very like, for taking his pushback. It, he, he was like, he was like a lot of people wouldn't, you know, stand for what I just did, mm -hmm. which was really weird. And it was like- It sounds very calculative. It sounds very yeah, like, manipulative. Exactly, yeah. what, in, what was in it? In general, what was his intention? Yeah. He like thanked you for it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is like, you, you let's remember and be sober in this moment, like you went to this person with an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. it was an opportunity. So it was, it was also like, <laughs> when he thanked me, I, was, I laughed. I was like, I was like, took you off guard oh me, yeah. I would have been like, wait, what? Yeah, it took me off guard. But then I was also, I was like, that's a little insulting mm -hmm. that you just think you can like play this game. I mean, you and know, then go about your life. Oh, thank you yeah. very much. And yeah, like, oh, and then like, oh, I want to speak with you guys, like, and have a relationship. Like, like I should have gone with my gut, and I should have just walked away from not that giving too many of your. And guys. this is and this is what, like, taking your experience, taking my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That both happened this week, and say, well, what do, what do we learn as? human beings here that stand for our social wellness movement. Yeah. Like, remember, the whole point of wellness is that the key to your health and the health of this planet is how we treat each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to ask for a direct answer, but I'm going to ask a question for us to think about yeah. and digest and then continue about what you were about to say, Kennedy. Mm -hmm. But are those two energies, the person you encountered and the person I encountered, are they going to make it through this evolution of the mind and the spirit? And what are we going to do to help those people mm -hmm. conduct differently? How do we influence them? Yeah. Because that's that's the big pot why we're here yeah, right now it is. is to talk about that. It is. Patricia, anything comes to mind? Um, I can't help but just think about the city that we live in and how we're going to encounter many different personalities and most of them are going to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. So that's a very good question is like, how do we, how do we deal with that during this evolution that is going to happen? Because just like how at one point, like I had to explain to my God brother recently, because he wants to be like a thug. It's not cool anymore to be a thug. It's cool to make money. So you know how that, you know, that trend happens. So now I the feel evolution. like the yeah. evolution is going to be like, people are going to want to be nicer to people. And it, and it's not going to be cool in New York City to be an asshole. So it's not cool anywhere to do that. Yeah, yeah. no, not specifically say, in our hometown. Yeah, in our hometown, it's, it's, it's kind of well known to be that way. And in, 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 in a way, New Yorkers kind of take pride in being that way. So there are going to be a lot of people kind of left behind in mm -hmm. the evolution, especially in this city. So I think Wellville is good in presenting a, a safe space and a community for people to evolve. I, but yeah, we have an obligation. We have, I was just going to say, and each of us individually kind of do have a responsibility in a way to kind of like be the anti. Oh, well, well uh, I don't want to say anti. I, I, yeah. and I apologize to no. jump in here again, Kennedy, on you, but I think that our obligation is to be against it 
but not to push it and repel it away. Yeah. We need to actually embrace it and pull yeah. it in yeah. and nurture it because that energy needs to be affected. Yeah. We can't leave it unaffected because mm. then it becomes alienated mm -hmm. and it gets worse. Hence, mm -hmm. maybe when we look at the evolution of this country and the way cultures change, yeah. and then we see the last election in this country, who got elected into office, one could say that yeah. if you leave one side alienated, it will come back to bite you in your motherfucking ass. Yeah, that is so true. I also want to like speak to the fact of like it's not necessarily like we want to like oh be kind to everyone all the time. It's but it's to respect. It's to have a respect for any human being or anyone, anything that you come in contact with. That's I think that's something that like I am a huge mm -hmm. like I don't you don't have to be like you don't have to like fully enjoy someone and like want to be their friend, but like you need to respect them. True. Yeah. It's like that, well, that's humane. The, that's like Jay was talking to us about his post on his social media today, right? Yeah. Where he's like engaging a conversation with people about what's going on in Palestine and Israel right now and how, you know, I'm not siding with anybody. I want to hear all these different perspectives and these different points of views because I, I don't have to agree with you. I have to I have to respect that you have a point of view, but I don't have to accept it and I don't have to challenge you on mm -hmm. it, right? That's the same thing. Like that's the obligation of what we do here. The good work that we're really building towards is to be able to bring in those outliers and say, No, you can be part of the future too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna nurture you mm -hmm. because yeah. that's the feminine energy. Yeah. Is to nurture, not to alienate. Yeah. That's the masculine energy is to like, it's very analytical. It's about achieving a goal. It's about getting to the next step. Whereas the feminine energy is very nurturing. It's very fluid. It's very dynamic. It's yeah. very unpredictable. Well, it's very, and also like women like to ask questions and talk about things, which is not like a common thing that people want to do. Um, women like have this natural, like, I need to figure it out and we need to talk this out, like kind of energy. Um, and I, like some, obviously some, like a lot of guys possess this, but I do think that that's something that's needed too, is like, and not talking it out to, to get a right or wrong answer, but talking it out mm -hmm. to just get to find the truth, find the truth. I don't think people think about that when they have conversations nowadays, especially because there's so many platforms for people to express their opinion. I think it's more about being right and not about like finding the truth. And I think that's where yeah. communication comes in. That's why I think that we say kindness is gangster because it is a little bit harder to be nicer to people. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's that's the hard part. That's the hard, it's like, how do we include those people that you said we shouldn't alienate? How do we, because we are all human. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, are, we're gonna get defensive. We're gonna be sensitive to certain things. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be certain triggers. And you know, we don't know who triggered the guy that you met with or what kind of day you know that bouncer was having or we don't know what the other bouncer the other bouncer could have been like god you you started trouble with people again like you know we don't know a lot of things you know so mm -hmm. i think i think communicating more is what needs to happen and yeah. why i say that that comes with like a certain sense of like bravery too because then there's like that fear of like you know what if you did try to reason like got up and tried to talk to the bouncer and like he physically attacked you know it's like that yeah that i mean fine i felt line of, yeah. like, i literally felt that i was on the edge of an ass kicking for no reason just wow. because i walked in on someone's bad mood yeah 
And and I and that's part of what Shane pointed out to me is like remember and I and I needed to be reminded because I'm human I know these things but I need to be reminded. He's like you don't know what happened or what suffering he has, yeah. and I'm like that's right, but that doesn't get, entitle people to exactly. uh, uh, do whatever they want with that yes. energy. You have to be a exactly. responsible human being, and there needs to be proper training, and mm-hmm. there needs to be proper messaging out there. Yeah. yeah. I actually, it's really interesting that we're talking about this because I met with someone else today and they have a whole, like, they were talking to me about a program that they have just for, just for men. Um, yeah. So they just have a program just for men. And he was like, he was nervous to tell me that it was just for men because because I am a woman and there's this like, there's a pushback. Lots of uh, people don't like when it's just for men because they're like, men are are very privileged. And And I absolutely love it. I was like, guys need a space as well. And they need to be like, it needs a place to be like nurtured and to be able to express themselves. Not to continue the fuckery. Yeah, not, no, 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 yeah, not to continue the fuckery. And, it, it, like, I think that's very important, like, a safe space where, where guys can go to to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, where there's this, like, like women, yes, uh, we're amazing. No, but. Like, Which you are. Yeah. Which you are. No, but, like, we definitely put a pressure on guys. Um, I, I think we put a pressure on guys and expect them to to raise to our levels and, and to meet our standards all the time. And don't think, like a lot of the time, we're not thinking about them. We're not also asking them like, what, like we're not meeting in the middle. We're not mm-hmm. asking them like, oh, what else? Like, what do you need? Like, I know you're, like it's hard for you to sometimes to maybe be emotionally available. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can't ask you so much and give you nothing. Mm-hmm. And so guys- Make demands I, without like modifications yeah. and assessments and, and tools. Yeah. Like there is no healthy dialogue for many no. men. I mean, it's starting now, yeah. but it's yeah. like in the niche corners in these very intimate pockets yeah. of mm-hmm. high intelligence. But where is that bouncer going to get this type of exactly. influence? Exactly. Where is where where are these people that are emotionally uh, 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 bankrupt at the moment, mm-hmm. or have some sort of like pain or some sort of suffering? Like, where are they going to go? Because there are men who actually want to do good. Yeah, but you know what? You know what it is though. It's like these these men with like so so many feelings that they block them all out, and they they create lots of problems. They get into a lot of fights. And then what happens is they're sitting in cell blocks and then they're sitting in therapy sessions in a group. Because they weren't taught any other way. And they're forced to be there. And then that's when they realize as soon as they get out of these cell blocks, like we are, there's, you know, it's not. It's a setup to fail. It's a setup to fail. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that's what matters the most to me is like, how can we create a program or a system? that can identify people who mm-hmm. have these issues, but have them want to come to it as opposed to us say, hey, you're broken, let me come fix you. Yeah. Or, or just come to, to us so we can fix you. To have that's very patronizing. Yeah. yeah. I think it takes patience. I think it takes uh, a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be us probably coming back to like certain people over and over again to get them into something like this because a lot of people don't know that they're, act- that they're not 
Well, well, yes. They don't know that they're emotionally bankrupt. They he thinks that he's being he's doing the right thing. The you're the bouncer, like he's being that tough guy, that hyper tough guy. Mm -hmm. He's in his mind, he's being a good bouncer, which you're supposed to kind of be this big tough guy, you know. But ironically, the bouncer's supposed to keep the peace. Yeah. Not perpetuate the peace or diffuse this situation with suppression with violence. Mm -hmm. It depends on who you are as a person. Well, because you I'm, I'm see, speaking very you know, pragmatic, but you know that that's what a bouncer does, right? But someone that may not be emotionally well and is coming from a place of insecurity sees it as I'm gonna play a tough guy every day. Well, why and is they, that person getting that job? Who's supposed to be the 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 United Nations in the middle of a bar? Like, why are you? Like, have either of you seen Jarhead? No. Great movie. So. Jake Gyllenhaal mm -hmm. plays this uh, character during the Gulf War, and he's being trained to be a sniper. And he's running around the desert for years with a gun, and he's never fired it once. Wow. Now, it's the end of the war. I'm really paraphrasing a lot of the movie. Mm -hmm. See it. <laughs> the very end of the movie, he's sitting there, and he's got his target in his crosshairs. And he's asking for approval to take the shot and commanding officers the war is over stand down now his energy his character is losing it because mm. here it is for years he's running around planning to take the shot take the I shot can. can you imagine investing for years yeah, well, one like, job is to take the shot let's say it's five years all of a sudden, now you're sitting. And, like, I don't know if you're aware of what snipers do, but, yeah. like, they sit yeah. for weeks, yeah. for months, yeah. in positions, and they hold their mm -hmm. self. Like, they sit I there and wait. Now, what type of person is, first off, being attracted to these types of positions of power in yeah. the first place? That we're not psychologically screening mm -hmm. so that they can handle the... Don't take the shot. The war is over. Mm. You're never going to take the shot. It's because they're screening for someone who's going to take the shot. But but like that's that's the old system. What do we do now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ag agreed. Uh, I... Yeah. Um, but I think that it goes again. We'll we'll never know where individual people are coming from because everyone is different. Like we said, we're assuming that people are are emotionally well and can make those types of decisions that we're talking about. And most people are not like that. So people take these jobs for a number of reasons and we'll never know exactly why. And sometimes it's not going to be for justice or to keep the peace. It, some people's intentions may never be positive. So the question again is, you know, where does Wellville fit in that void of in this evolution? That's the question that I would like Kennedy to answer really quickly. What? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a very um, interesting conversation that we've had today. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try and be a better person to be in those moments with people who have that type of energy that's yeah. off. Yeah. Because I believe in leading 
by example mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. being a resource for people to really understand, oh wait, so this guy didn't react with a fight. Why, like every 100 times when I've been in this situation, it's turned into a physical altercation. I've had to kick some asshole out of the bar. How come this guy managed to be diffused of the situation and we didn't get into a physical altercation? Mm -hmm. It leaves that bouncer or that person possibly mm -hmm. pondering what I did differently. Yeah, we, uh, we always want to leave people thinking, mm -hmm. thinking, you know, and, and good for good reason. Mm -hmm. We always want to leave people with the question of why. Yeah. And, and hope that maybe next time that bouncer encounters a situation that he might be nicer. Maybe we don't know the effect that we leave on people, but as long as we project positive energy and, you know, further um, enhance our mission and our vision, and that's like how we interact with people, um, that's important. Yeah. Right well, you know what? Do you mind if I close this out? Close it out, Chris. So, hello, listeners. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. How, how has this conversation really affected you when you go back to the person that you know that person that you hear that Kennedy and I have gone through, who and when has that occurred for you? And what you did to feed into that negative energy mm -hmm. and what you could have done to not feed into that negative energy and created a positive example for someone, both of you, yeah, to, to leave on and to think about, to be an example for some viewer or voyeur of some nature who's just in the space at that moment to have seen a different outcome as opposed to the typical negative escalations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, think about that. And we want to hear some stories that have happened to you. We want to hear individual stories of how you've either fed into negative energy or you've kind of balanced it out with your positive energy or you left the situation. We're curious in, in, in hearing some of those stories. So you can, yeah, send those in. Hit us up. Hit us up. Follow our social media. You can always share your stories with magazine at wellville.com. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> and the selfish plug, please, please follow us on Anchor and on our Instagram. <laughs> we love you. Yes. We love you. <laughs> Bye.